the 12 and one for your consideration. I want to move quickly. I want to get out of God's way. Amen. Let him operate and work. Amen. Let him touch us and we can go out tomorrow with strength. Amen. And start another day feeling a whole lot better. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number one. Amen. Hebrews 12 and one. When you have it, say amen. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us, somebody say us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do it so easily beset us and let us, somebody say us. And so I want you to know that this message tonight is all inclusive to everybody in the house. Let us run the race that is set before us. One more passage of scripture, Mark 10. Mark chapter 10 and verse 46. Mark 10 and verse 46, which is a very familiar passage of scripture. But I want to preach it and shed light to it in a way that we may have never explored before. Mark 10 and 46. The setting of this text, Jesus is in Jericho and he is making his way out of the city. And the Bible says, and they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when he found out that Jesus was in proximity, the Bible tells us that his response that followed this understanding that Jesus was close by, the Bible tells us that he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Somebody say, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And there was some there, the Bible says, that many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus, in verse 49, paid note to this cry of desperation. And the Bible says, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort. Rise, he call it thee. But verse 50, I really, really want you to pay note to verse 50. This is the crux. This is vital to tonight's message. What happened next, the Bible says, and he, being Bartimaeus, and he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. I understand tonight is a Tuesday night service and it would be very easy of us just to have a good church service, have some good singing, have some decent preaching, 
leave feeling like I've been to church, I feel all right. But I really believe tonight that God, God has a word to speak to us. And it is his intention that we not leave here the same way that we came. It's God's intention not to leave us in the same state that we came here in. And I believe the Lord is going to speak to us. Anybody want the Lord to speak to you tonight? Amen. Give God a shout of praise and clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, clap your hands and thank God. Say, God, I want you to speak to me. Have mercy. Have mercy on me, God. Minister to me, Lord. Come on, the Lord's in the house. Come on, entertain the presence of the Lord right now. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, lift up your voice and lift it up louder to God. God bless you in the fear of the Lord. Clap your hands. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tonight, tonight I want to preach and give a depiction of where God wants to take us. And I want to preach about the coat of no return. Somebody say the coat. Come on, say it again. The coat. The coat of no return return this text of scripture of blind Bartimaeus if you've had any time of studying scripture reading scripture this biblical passage is not uncommon to us we've heard of this story before but I want to paint an iron an image in your mind tonight about this text because I think there are some parallels in these scriptures, in this story that can help bring us to a better place in God tonight. Anybody going to help me preach for a little while? The story, this setting of Bartimaeus begins as many New Testament settings. This is not uncommon. This image that is painting here as Jesus is exiting the city. He's leaving Jericho and gathered at the gate of the city like many cities was a group in a gathering of people. Many times at the city gates, at the temple, at the marketplaces, at the places where there was a great populace of people, many times there would be there gathered among them a group of impotent folks, those that would wither those that would halt those like blind, blind Bartimaeus that were blind. And not only was this setting not uncommon, but the picture of this setting was also not uncommon. And it is the coat that I find the most interesting study of this text. It's interesting enough that Mark himself referenced the coat of Bartimaeus and I want to preach about the coat that he wore. This garment that was given to him, you must know that blind Bartimaeus because of his visual impairedness, he was inhibited in his ability to operate as normal folk operated. He was restricted in his ability because he could not see 
he was limited in his ability to work. And because he was unable to work, therefore, and thus he was unable to provide for himself. And so, like in our day, those that are disabled, those that are restricted, those that do have inabilities to provide for themselves in the governmental system of the day, blind Bartimaeus was issued a garment, if you will. He was issued a coat. This coat was his cloak of survival. Without this garment, blind Bartimaeus would not survive. This coat was a garment that, that he had become very accustomed to because after all, it was the mode of his likelihood. There was three major things that came from this coat that Bartimaeus had on his shoulders, this garment. Blind Bartimaeus, as long as he had this coat, he would always have comfort. Everybody say comfort. As long as he had this coat, he would always have security. Somebody say security. And he would always have finance. As long as blind Bartimaeus had this garment, as long as he wore this coat, he was marched out to the highway side he was marched out by the gate and he was given permission to beg he was allowed to beg he was not a peddler he was not soliciting he was not a agitation this was a welfare system and he had been given permission to beg and so day after day he would be led out to the city's gates he could not see, he could not work, he could not survive unless he had this coat. And so I would imagine that blind Bartimaeus in his inhibition, blind Bartimaeus in his darkness, blind Bartimaeus in his own world of dependency, blind Bartimaeus was in a precarious place this one day because I understand very well that like us, blind Bartimaeus had got comfortable with his life. Blind Bartimaeus had become content in the place that he was because he knew as long as I have this garment, as long as I have this coat, I, Bartimaeus, will be okay. I've come to preach this last night of revival and let you know that God is not interested in us just being okay. I said God is not interested uh, in us uh, just being all right. Uh, I want to preach to the people tonight that when people ask you how you're doing, uh, you try everything you can to hide your emotions uh, and say I'm doing fine. Uh, but God is not a God that operates in the mediocrity. Uh, we serve a God that operates in the miraculous. Uh, he's not interested in you staying where you're sitting uh, and living where you're living. Uh, God is interested in changing a page, uh, turning the tables, uh, and changing your life oh clap your hands if you believe that tonight I said God is not interested in you waking up and being the same man in the mirror he said I want something better for you I've got something better for you I want something different for you I said we serve a God everything is not okay he wants it to be better 
Oh, clap your hands if you want something better tonight. Come on, clap your hands if you really believe God can give you something that you never had. God is not interested in us being mediocre, the monotonous, the mundane, the stale, mundane parts of our life where we wake up and we do the same thing that we always have done. There's an old adage, an old cliche to say, if you always do what you always done, you're going to always get what you always got. And I've come to tell you that I don't want to be stale, dry, withered, and broke down in despair. I want what God has for me. If God has peace, I want it. If God has joy, I want it. If God has more grace abundant, overrunning, abounding, and I'm telling you, I want what God has for me. But there, there has to come a convincing because it would not have changed. Things would have remained the same, and I want you to hear me appreciate it tonight. Things would have remained the same for, for blind Bartimaeus if he had not made up in his mind and came to the conclusion that he needed God. I said things for Bar blind Bartimaeus would have remained the same if he had not realized that he needed Jesus. That he had to get past the point of convincing himself, I'm okay, I'll be all right, everything's just fine. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't want to hide behind my coat. I don't want to hide behind my garment. Blind Bartimaeus had to say, you know what? I'm blind. Everything's not all right. I can't work. Everything's not all right. We've got to get to the point where we stop hiding behind our contentment and say, you know what? I can do better. I can be better. I can live better. I can walk better. Where I am, it's not the best I can be. I want you to hear me preach to you right now. I said where I am, it's not where God wants me to be. There's something greater. There's something higher. There's something more profound that's waiting up. I hear Jesus in the distance. I said, I hear Jesus in a distance and something rose up in him and he began to shout, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, clap your hands. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, something ought to rise up in your spirit before this service ends and say, I can't go to work without Jesus. I can't go home without Jesus. I can't live, can't breathe. I can't operate without Jesus. And blind Bartimaeus, he's tasked with coming to grips with the coat. And this text is very interesting. I want to I break down the parallels of what happens because there is a progression. There is a progression, the stages of how we get out of contentment, out of the seat of complacency. There's a progression that we have to go through. And if you're going to get to where God wants us to be, you're going to have to press your way through to get there. Listen, listen, if we're going to have a revival in this last hour, we can't sit there and we count our fingernails and we twiddle our thumb. We have to press through the spirit of God. We got to press our way through the pain. We got to press our way through frustration. We have to press. Somebody shout press. And blind Bartimaeus, he had to press. He had to press his way 
But I find it interesting that one of the first elements that he's faced with, and I hope you hear me preach to you tonight, one of the first elements that he's faced with is that he had to press his way through people. And some of you may not understand what that really means until you realize that if your family doesn't love God, they'll do everything they can to stop you from being here. I'm going to say it again for the church just in case you didn't hear me. If there's somebody that's wrapped up in your life and they don't love God like you love God, they don't have your best interest in mind. And you'll find out when you make the decision that you want to do better, that you want to get closer, that you want to walk stronger, that you want to be what God wants you to be. It's those folks, they'll try to end it. They'll try to stop you from getting there. They'll try to impede the process of God. But if you're going to get to God, you got to press your way through your family. You got to get your way through your friends. You got to make your way to the house of God and say, if mama don't go, I'm going. If daddy don't go, I'm going. I'm pressing my way. I got to get to Jesus. Anybody going to press your way to get to Jesus? I said, I got to press my way to a miracle. I got to push my way to potential. I got to press my way to a promise. I want to preach to some folks right now that you, in the last few weeks, you have made your mind up that you want to live for God and you're facing hell at home and people are coming against you and saying, why are you still going to that church? Why all of a sudden you want to be spiritual? Why all of a sudden you want to live different? Why all of a sudden you love God more all of a sudden? But can I tell you, if you don't love the God I serve, then you don't really love me because there's something in me that knows I don't want to be where I've been. I don't want to be where I've been. Can I, can, can I just preach a little bit? People, you'll find out that people have no problem as long as you're doing what they want you to do. Oh, pe- oh I, feel, I feel like preaching that. People have no problem. They don't say a word. They're silent as a mouse and they have nothing to say until you begin to contradict their plans and you start following God's plan and you start living out the potential that he put inside of you and say, you know what? I think I feel a call to the ministry. I think God wants me to help the church a little bit. As long as you're doing what they want you to do, they won't say a word. So blind Bartimaeus his confidants, his friends, his homeboys, his posses, his buddies, they're hanging out at the gate with him every day and they're all twiddling their thumb and they're all shaking their cups but something rolls up in blind Bartimaeus and say y'all can sit here if you want to but I'm not, I'm tired of being where I've been and he began to shout Jesus, 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 Jesus. Wait, wait. And his so-called friends all of a sudden say, why you want to do that for? Why you want to call on Jesus for? Why you want to go to church for? Why you start dressing holy for? What in the world is wrong with you? You don't, you don't need to do that. Am I preaching all right tonight? Can, can, I, can I preach to somebody right now? Your friends and your family, they love you as long as you paying their bills, as long as you helping them. But as soon as you decide, you know what? I'm going to give the church my money. I'm going to pay a little offering. If you're not buying them some booze and you're not hanging out with them at the club, they, they, they got a problem all of a sudden. But can I tell you that if you can't save my soul, then I'm going to be at church. If you can't deliver me, I'm going to be at the house of God. It, 
I said, if you can't help me, please don't stop me. I'm trying to get to Jesus. I'm trying to get my life right. I'm trying to find his will for my life. I'm trying to get a hold of my calling. I'm tired of this coat I've been carrying. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. They begin to shout. They begin to charge him that he should hold his peace. But the more that they told him to be quiet, the louder he got. Can I tell you, we live in a time that this is not a time for less, but this is a time for more. That if you've been putting time into prayer, you need to pray just a little bit more. If you've been putting time fasting, you need to push the plate back a little bit more. Because the contentment, you will stay with the same coat. But God said, no, 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 no. I got something better. You give me your coat, I'll give you something better. He's the God of trading the things that you don't want. If you're sick, he said, I'll give you healing. If you're broke, he said, I'll give you money. If you're broken, he said, I'll heal your heart. Watch this. He said, I'll give you beauty for ashes. He said, I'll give you the oil of joy for your mourning. He said, you've been, you've been having that coat of depression. You've been having that coat of sickness. You've been having that coat of pain. He said, guess what? I got something for you. He said, give me that garment. He said, I'll give you the garment of praise for your spirit of heaviness. I'm telling you right now, I pray somebody feels what I'm preaching right now. That you say, you know what? God's got a better garment for me. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm not staying in this seat. I'm not sitting in darkness. I'm getting up because God has more for me. I said, God has more for me. I said, God has more for me. I said, God has more for you. Clap your hands unto the Lord. I said, God has more in store for you. I said, God, I'm telling you, give God your bitterness. He'll give you something better. You give God your brokenness. He'll give you something better. I'm sick of this cup. I'm sick of this coat. I'm sick of this pain. I'm sick of my garment so much I lost it already. had to come to the conclusion to say where I am is not all right. You need to tell yourself, stop telling yourself, I'm okay, I'm going to be okay. You're not going to be okay unless you get in touch with the master. You're not going to be all right until you pray through and let the Holy Ghost saturate your spirit. I'm not okay. I want somebody to hear that in the Holy Ghost right now. You've been trying to convince yourself, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And deep down inside, you've been carrying all this old nasty garment. You've got comfortable with it. You've been carrying it around and you don't want to let it go. But sooner or later, you got to realize that God has more to offer you. God has more to offer you. Blind, blind Bartimaeus, I want to talk about this coat because I can imagine that blind Bartimaeus fell in love with his coat. Like Linus from the Peanuts, that old nasty blanket, he didn't care if it was dirty, if it was smelly, it was stinky. As long as I have this coat, I'm going to be all right. 
Some of us have got complacent in our state that you, 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 you've been sitting in depression for a long time and you've been, you, you got to the point where you say, you know what, if I'm just going to be depressed, I'm going to be depressed. Am I preaching all right to somebody right now? You know what? You know what? I'm just hurt uh, and people people just hurt me. Listen, you got to realize uh, that you got you can't accept the lies uh, that the adversary speak in your ears. Uh, what the devil tells you uh, is not the truth. <laughs> watch this, watch this. It's very interesting that the very first time that we come in contact with blind Bartimaeus, uh, that we're introduced to him, we didn't just get introduced to Bartimaeus. We got introduced to Blind Bartimaeus. But why couldn't he just be Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus? After all, that was his name. But no, 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 you got to understand the way the world operates, uh, that we see people uh, and we see their imperfections uh, before we see their potential. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. I said we see the labels uh, that people have before we see what God can do in them. And that's why you believe in that mess uh, that the devil's telling you in your ear uh, and telling you you're just like your mama and you're just like your daddy uh, and God don't want to use you uh, and you can't do anything for God. Uh, you stop believing every lie the devil's telling you uh, and you'll realize God has a new garment for you. Oh, I'm going to say it again. I said, God said, if you give me that label, I'll give you something better. I'll take that name that you think is a name of reproach and say, you know what? You are has been. You're washed up. You'll never be anything. And God said, that's not what I see. That's not what I see. I see a child of God that can walk in glory. I see a child of God that can be used. I know you made mistakes, but God has a garment of mercy. I said, God has a garment of mercy. And he looked beyond my faults uh, and he saw I said God saw something in you uh, that you can't see in yourself uh, and he said give me that garment uh, give me that garment uh, give me that garment God's talking to somebody right now you're saying, you're saying, you know what, preacher, I, I don't know if I'm qualified, I don't know if I can do it it's because you just got comfortable with that garment you're wearing that's the only reason why you believe in the lies that the devil's telling you. I'm telling you, there is no addiction that God can't break. There is no trouble that God can't fix. And there's no garment that God can't get rid of. He said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that do it so easily beset us. You may have been born with a garment of sin, but God said, I came to give you a garment of salvation. I've come to give you a garment of mercy. I've come to give you a garment of grace I've come to give God I feel the Holy Ghost I've come to give you something I've washed you in my blood I've covered you in my spirit I, my God somebody praise God in the house he said I came and I got a new garment I got a new garment I got a new garment I'll give you a new name I'll give you a new address I'll give you a new label I don't care if everybody in your family was bipolar God can heal your body 
I don't care what sickness, what ailment, what infirmity, what addiction, what pain. I'm telling when God gets a hold of you, he said, give me that garment. All ye that are heavy laden and burdened, come unto me and I'll give you rest. I'll give you peace of mind. Don't worry about your money. If you open your hand and give it to God, God will give you more. If you open up your heart and give him more, he'll give you more. He said, I'll give, give, give. to give than to receive. I'm fighting with this garment tonight, y'all. Pray for me. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Right? That applies to the bad stuff too. You give God your frustrations. I say you give God your troubles. You give God your burdens. That's giving too. And he said you lay them right here at the altar and you don't pick them back up. But blind Bartimaeus, hear me carefully. I really, really want to paint this image. I'm almost going where I'm going. But blind Bartimaeus, he's in a position, he's confronted with a lifetime, a lifetime of the garment. I don't care if you've been on a prayer list since 1999, one night God can take that garment from you. Anybody believe what I just said? I said anybody really believe what I just said? I'm talking, I'm, I'm really preaching to you right now. I said, I don't care how long it's been. You've been carrying that coat of ailment and sickness and infirmity and pain and misery and despair. God said, in one day, I can come by and you cry out to me. I'll change your life. You lift up your voice to me. I'll rock your world. I'll save your family. I'll change your world. I said, that's the God I serve. He said, you're not okay. You're not okay. You're not okay. I want more for you. I want more for you. Oh, my God. I pray somebody believes this in the house. Oh, my God. I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, this garment. I can only imagine that blind Bartimaeus, he fell in love with this garment. He fell in love with this coat. After all, without this coat, I can't make it. Oh, that's what the devil's telling you, yeah. Without, without my family, without my friends, I can't make it. No, 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 all I need is Jesus and I'm going to be all right. All I need is Jesus. If everybody leaves me, all I need is Jesus. Come on, you ought to tell yourself, all I need is Jesus. All I need is Jesus. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the devil makes you think that the things that you're holding on to are not worth giving up. But the things that you hold on to are no match for what God will replace them with. I'm telling you, your garment is no match for God. I said your garment is no match for God. Your coat is no match for Christ. And if you give it to him, he always has something better. He always has something better. He always... There's no match. There's no match for God's mercy. I'm talking about years of sin. If you get baptized in Jesus' name tonight, do you understand that every sin from the time you were born to right now won't even matter? Because God said, I'll give you a new garment. 
Oh, he said, though your sins may be as scarlet, he said, I'll wash them white as snow. He said, I'll give you a white garment and every stain of sin that's been inhibiting your life, everything that's been destroying your family, that, that drug addiction, that alcoholism, he said, give me that garment, that tattered garment, and I'll give you something better. But nobody that I can read convinced blind Bartimaeus of this. Blind Bartimaeus had to come to this conclusion himself. And so I can see him. I take myself back to Jericho. I can see blind Bartimaeus. I can see him sitting at that gate. I can see him. And maybe, just maybe, he had heard. He had heard the news of this great Messiah, this master, this great teacher that had healed blind before. And he had healed the sick. And he told people to get off their beds and they walked. And he raised the dead. Maybe he had heard of this great master from Nazareth. Maybe the rumor had made it to his house. And maybe, just maybe, something inside of him said, you know what? I think I heard of that guy before. There's some people right now that you've been hearing about this Jesus that can change your life. And to this point, you really haven't believed it, but I want to tell you again, I want to tell you one more time that God can change your life. I said, God can change your life. I want you to raise your hand if God has saved you from some mess and some misery. Come on, just raise your hands. Come on, listen. To the visitors that's here right now, I want you to look at these people with their hands up. They're not waving their hands because this is a social experiment. They're lifting up their hands because they got in touch with the master and God gave them a better garment and God gave them a better life. You ought to stand on your feet and just let them know God did it for me. God did it for me and he can do it for Come on, anybody been in touch with the master? Come on, has God given you a new garment? Has God given you another chance? Has God given you mercy? Oh, Bartimaeus. And he's sitting there with his cup in his hand. As long as I can shake this cup, I'll be okay. There's just a few coins in here. I'll be all right. I'm okay. But the Bible said that when he heard that it was Jesus. Did you you say that that was Jesus? Yeah, yeah, Bartimaeus, I think that's that's the the master. Is it it really him? Is he he in Jericho? Yeah, yeah, Bartimaeus, I think it's him. His disciples are with him and there's people following him. We think it's him. Are you really are you really sure this is not a this is not a joke? I've heard what he can do. Are you sure that it's him? Yes, yes, Bartimaeus is him. And something got a hold of Bartimaeus, and I can feel him just kind of fidgeting with his coat. And something inside of him said, if that's really him, then maybe, maybe there's a chance I can see today. 
Oh, there's some people right now, you've been trying to find direction. And you've been saying, God, I feel like I'm in darkness. I'm tired of sitting in this darkness. But I'm telling you that Michael said, when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I said, that's light that's come to the house today. And something rose up in blind Bartimaeus. And he began to fidget a little bit. And he said, you know what? If this Jesus walking by, this might be my last chance. This might be your last service. This might be your last opportunity. And he said, Jesus oh this is my last chance for an altar call if this is my last chance for the preacher to preach to me something rose up in him and he said Jesus thou son of David have mercy on this beggar right here have mercy on this broken man have mercy on this feeble man I got knees in the house tonight I got wounds in my house tonight I got brokenness in my house tonight and I'm saying Jesus 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 our son of David And something in him said, I don't care who tells me to be quiet. You can't help me. No, I've tried before. I've talked to my family before. You can't fix it. I've talked to my co-workers before, and they can't help me. Oh, but maybe this master, maybe this great God of glory, maybe this king of glory, maybe this God almighty wrapped in flesh, maybe, just maybe, he can help me. And blind Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus, it's shouting with a desperation. It takes desperation to reach God. I'm almost done, hear me? It takes desperation to reach God. And blind Bartimaeus in his desperation, the Bible said that as he's crying out, that something grabbed a hold of the heart of Jesus. And he was compulsed by the voice. I said he was compulsed. He did not feel blind Bartimaeus he didn't even see him but he was compulsed by the very cry that came from his voice can I tell you don't let the devil tell you that God is not hearing your prayers if you cry out to God with everything you got God has no choice but to hear you if you lift up your voice and you praise him from your heart he has no choice but to hear you Anybody here appreciate it tonight? And something happened. The Bible said in Jesus. And Jesus, he found that X. He stood still and stopped. He said, I hear somebody calling me. And he said, blind Bartimaeus, he heard you. Sister, he heard you. Brother, God heard you. Danny, you prayed that prayer and nothing happened, but I heard you the first time. And he said, he said be of good cheer, for he calling for thee. Oh, but there came a decision-making time. He's sitting there with this garment. Brother Bradford, I can imagine him just feeling the ravels on that garment as we come to the music. Brother McAllister, help me if you don't mind. I can feel him. I can just see blind Bartimaeus. He's feeling the ravels on that garment, and he's at a decision-making point. 
The master's calling for me, and I have two options. Either I can go to Jesus, and there's a possibility he can heal me, or I can stay here, and I can still be okay. I'll still have some coins. I'll still have some security. I'll still have some comfort. I'll be just fine if I just stay here. But ladies and gentlemen, saints, visitors, I can see old blind Bartimaeus <laughs> just taking a good whiff of that garment. Oh, yeah, that smell, I smelled that before. I smelled that garment before. Oh, this coat, I've had it for so long. I fell in love with this coat. I love this coat. Oh, you've brought me good comfort. You've brought me good security. Oh, oh these pills, I, as long as I have them, I'll be okay. As long as long, long as I have it, I'll, I'll be all right. Oh, my family, they've been good to me as long. Oh, I don't know if I know if I just, if I abandon my friends now, if I leave them now, if I cut them off now. They don't want me, they don't want me to get close to Jesus. And if I just sit here with them, I always have friends. I'll be okay. And I can just imagine him raveling this garment and feeling this garment. And something, something, something got a hold of Bartimaeus. And he said, I'm not all right. I can't see. What's, what's wrong with me for thinking that I'm all right? I've sat in these church services and I felt the pull to go to the altar and pray. And I just sat in this pew because I'm going to be okay. And he came to the point. I can see him just kind of kind of hold and help me, saying, help me, can you? You show us Jesus. He said, Yes, him. Oh, this garment. Oh, this garment. And there came a point that he had to realize that I can't have my cake and eat it too. I can't have my garment and my sight too. Hear me preach to you right now. Sir, you can't have your world of sin and salvation too. He said, if I'm going to have God, I got to get rid of this garment. And I can just imagine blind Bartimaeus just getting a handful and holding on to this garment. Hear me preach to you right now. And he really had a choice to make. I can hold on to this garment and I'm going to be all right. Yeah, you can stay right where you are, and you're going to be all right. But God is not interested in you being okay. Oh, but something shifted in the spirit of blind Bartimaeus, and he grabbed a hold of that garment, and I can see him dragging it on the ground. And something in him is probably saying, you know what? Maybe I should hold on to this garment for good measure. 
maybe, just maybe, you might go to the master and nothing happens. Oh, but what if, what if I can see today? What if, what if, what if I can, what if I can be better today? As we stand all across the house. What if on this Tuesday night service, just a normal church service, God can rock your world? What if, doesn't that sound good tonight? What if, what if you can leave here baptized in Jesus' name with a new coat, a new life, and you can be a new creature? Wouldn't that be good tonight? What if you can leave and God can heal your body? What if you can leave tonight and everything you've been worried about, the spirit of peace would get a hold of your mind and God said, you're not going to be all right. You're going to be better. You're not going to be okay. You're going to be greater. That bitterness... Oh, but we like holding on to the garment. I'm talking to people right now. Don't hold on to bitterness. You got to let it go. You can write a long list of what people have done wrong to you, but you got to let them go. You got to forgive them, and you got to let that garment go. If there's some brokenness inside of you, don't hold on to the fragile pieces of your world that's messed up. You open it up and say, God, I'm giving you everything I got. Something rolls up in blind Bartimaeus and watch what happened. He grabs a hold of that garment. Oh, in the Bible, the Bible says that as he arose and he began to make his way toward Jesus, that the Bible said in verse 50, as we can put it on the screen, the Bible said that he took, he took that garment in his hand. And the Bible said, and he casting away his garment. I don't know if you really hear what I'm preaching right now. The Bible says that he casting away his garment. Can I, can I show you what that looks like? Blind Bartimaeus, he didn't, he didn't get up and lay down his burden at the altar and set it down nice and neat and folded it over and remember where he left it and say, yeah, it's right there. So just in case, just in case if the master doesn't heal me, I can... I can always go back. I can. Oh, there it is. No, 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 no. Blind Bartimaeus said, you know what? I'm going to miss you, old friend. <laughs> I'm not going to need this garment no more. And the Bible said he grabbed a hold of that garment and he casting away. Oh, I pray you feel what I'm preaching right now. He said, I've been holding this burden of brokenness. I've been sitting in darkness all my life. I'm so tired of being sick. I'm so tired of being depressed. I'm so tired of being weary. I'm so tired of being wounded. I'm so... He said, it's old garment I've been carrying around. I won't need it no more. The master's calling me. The master's calling me. He threw that garment away. He said, I won't need it again. He said, bring it to the altar. He said, bring it to the altar. He said, leave it there. Can anybody hear Jesus calling you right now? 
Come on, can anybody feel the pull of the master saying, you give me your garment of heaviness and I'll give you a garment of praise. You give me your weeping and I'll give you joy unspeakable. I'm telling you right now, the master's calling. Can you hear him? Can you hear him? He said, give me that garment. He said, give me that garment. He said, I'll trade with you. I'll trade with you. You won't need it no more. Come on, come on. Don't just come. You got to get a blind Bartimaeus spirit and lift up your voice and cry aloud, Jesus. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I feel the master's calling me. He's not calling your mama. He's not calling your daddy, your sister, your brother. He's calling you. My God, right now, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Come on, you worried about who's next to you saying, oh, don't cry out like that. Oh, don't lift up your voice like that. That's not necessary on a Tuesday night service. You saved that for Sunday. But no, this is my last day. The last day. This is my last day. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody put it in your spirit right now and say, this is the last night I'm leaving with frustration. This is the last night I'm leaving with bitterness. This is the last night I'm laying it down. I'm laying it aside. I'm casting. Come on, come on, come on. Lift that voice. Lift that voice. Lift that voice. Lift that voice. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. 